You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Please, in your... It's a dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, The Issues. It's one of those theme general managers Jack hates. See that? I believe the peeps are ready to discuss the issues. It feels like the issues are coming to the fore and not just personalities. Yeah, that'd be nice. Imagine that. See if you're right about that. How's everybody doing? Da-da. The whole uh, big finish. Yeah! Oh, nailed that stab. Boom! The whole uh, sending uh, immigrants around the country on busloads and stuff is plane loads is still a, still a giant story, and people are seeing strong things back and forth. We got that for you today. Uh, whether, no, no, no matter, even if you really hate the idea of using humans as pawns or whatever, there is no getting around the fact that this has elevated a topic that needed to be discussed to the front of the national conscience, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely so, yeah. There is a, uh, a tremendous amount of frothing at the mouth and screeching about using people as pawns, as you mentioned, and... How dare they? It's just cruel and inhumane. And there's a, the one uh, sheriff in Texas who wants to investigate 
uh, which is actually kind of funny, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, but in spite of that, yes, at some point, even the leftiest of publications and, and news channels are saying, on the other hand, uh, there were two million people encountered who've crossed the over two million who've crossed the border already and at least half a million gotaways. So we're at a bare minimum of 2.5 million people flowing into this country. And, and the asylum seekers, they get to stay for years and years and years until the backlog system gets to them, at which point they melt into the scenery and are, are never seen again. So we have unquestionably 2.5 million bare minimum uh, coming into the country illegally, and the fiscal year isn't even done yet. So even the leftiest publications are finally getting down to that, and people are saying, wait, what? That's a lot. Yeah, so the Texas sheriff that's launching the investigation into DeSantis, whether or not he's committed a crime, you'll hear from him. You'll hear from DeSantis and his, uh, that's the governor of Florida. I assume you know that. Uh, We'll hear from DeSantis and his uh, response to that. DeSantis is continuing to be the boogeyman for uh, the left. And so if Trump doesn't run, man, he he has a good run and start, doesn't he? Um, and creepy, creepy Gavin Newsom, desperate to be the counter boogeyman. Yeah, challenge DeSantis to a debate. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> to which America should say, why is the governor of California debating the governor of Florida? What the hell is going on? Well, in the style in which the uh, challenge was issued and the response given was uh, t- t- childish at best, uh, both... Disappointing and delightful, if I'm going to be honest. As Ron DeSantis said, essentially, I think Gavin uses so much hair gel, it's seeped into his brain, his brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> what? That's a nice start. <laughs> oh, wow. We are. You're right. Oh, the issues boy. are front and center and not personality. Oh, boy. This is the greatest superpower ever seen on the face of the earth, and this is our politics. You know what's a burbling uh, story that could turn into being a very be, to be a very, very big deal? Do you remember the Tunisian fruit vendor back in the day? Could somebody Google what year that was that the Tunisian fruit vendor got uh, lit himself on fire in the streets, kicking off the Arab Spring? What year was that? Time goes by so fast at my age. I'm, oh, yeah. I don't know. 2000. 2010. I was going to guess 2010, Whoa. and I would have actually been close. I'd have missed. Thank you, Alex. 12 years ago? That's a long time. What the hell? <laughs> Kicking Sorry. up, but, folks. Give me a moment. <laughs> wow! But that one event, he sent himself on fire in protest of the government being too uh, strict there in Tunisia and, and riots in the street, and it, it spread across the Middle East and really changed very little. But anyway, <laughs> it did ignite a fire for quite a while and overthrew a whole bunch of different governments. Well, you had a woman last week. I don't know if you've been following this story. Twenty-two-year-old girl who wouldn't wear her headscarf in Iran, and the morality police arrested her and took her to an education center where she ended up dead. Now, the morality police claim that she had a heart attack, but there are some videos of her perhaps being beaten or being slumped over in the back of a paddy wagon that, you know, I suppose she could have had a heart attack, but it seems unlikely. Anyway, yeah, uh, healthy 22-year-olds always keel over uh, with heart attacks. Those terms are just so disgusting. The morality piece and the re-education center, I mean, are just... Oh my God! Why do these are these regimes unaware of Orwell and and the and the, and the way the world looks at that sort of thing? You'd think they'd come up with better names. Well, it, there it, are some that seem to believe Orwell was a roadmap, not a warning. Yeah. 
Anyway. In 1984, specifically. So, protests have grown over the last week in towns all across Iran. Women are taken to the street and, and guys to support them, chanting death to the dictator. Quite a few people have been injured, arrested, a few killed. But it is more uh, out there in the face of the regime than practically anything that has happened in many, many, many years in Iran, and it'll be interesting to see if this grows like the Tunisian fruit vendor into something huge, which is would be awesome for the United States if that happened in Iran. That would be a hell of an interesting development. I'm not sure how optimistic I am, but yeah, the Iranian authorities have been using live uh, rounds to control the protests. Yeah, yeah. Young women getting in the streets and chanting death to dictator, fully knowing where, where, where they put themselves by doing that. I mean, you were... We, we talk about this all the time. In the United States, we have a lot of young people who cover their faces as they run out into the streets and smash Starbucks over this issue or that, knowing that they'll be treated with the uh, gentlest of means oh, in this yeah. country. They, they're, risking, they're risking literally nothing by doing it's, that. It's revolutionary cosplay, yeah, and it's, it's pathetic and disgusting. You're exactly right. You're risking zero. But these people going in the streets, these women with no headscarves, chanting death to the dictator, you're, you're risking torture, beatings, and death. Look at me. I'm Che Guevara. Wait, you're arresting me? You can't arrest me. I have class tomorrow. <laughs> wow. That's Joe's portrayal of a modern young American protester. Joe Getty's Antifa Theater. <laughs> but anyway, I hope this uh, I hope this turns into something. That's what that country needs, man. That's what that country needs. Yeah, boy, howdy. Like I say, I'm not super optimistic just because the despots of Iran are much more experienced and capable than some of the other despots in question. Also worth pointing out that a lot of the Arab Spring uprises, uprisings ended up with uh, at least as bad, if not worse, Yep, uh, goons in charge afterward. Absolutely long form, but a short term, a whole bunch of dictators fell that nobody thought could go. I remember when people were saying, yeah, it could happen in Tunisia. Yeah, it could happen here, but no way it could happen in Egypt. Right. And it did. So yeah. I'd love to see that happen in Iran. Um, let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, September 20th, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then, let's leap into action according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. The show begins at... Obviously, 2.1 million in a single fiscal year is both a remarkable and historical number, but what it does not account for is the more than 500,000 known gotaways DHS sources tell us have already slipped past our border agents so far this year. There you go. You know, I I hope uh, hope nobody duped those people onto getting into getting on that plane to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, e- even if they did, to me, it's kind of a no harm, no foul situation. But um, just you know, folks on our side of the issue, there's no need to play fast and loose. You so have the law on your side, the facts on your side, right and wrong on your side. Just keep it clean, right. So how does mail bag look? Oh, it's pretty good. It's coming together. I'm very optimistic. <laughs> You're more optimistic than, with that than you are the revolution in Iran. Correct. Yes, well, it's, substantially. You know, it's a pretty easy bet to always bet on the side of the dictators in these uh, uprisings. 
The interesting thing about it is that just every once in a while, you know, throughout history, out of nowhere, one of them catches hold and it works. And, the, you know, and and after centuries, the king of France is uh, gets his head cut off. True enough. Every once in a while. Um, we got all that stuff on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We got this text. So, for what it's worth, dress up and pretending to be a revolutionary would be LARPing, live-action role-playing, not cosplay, which is just (sighs) taking racy pictures in a costume. Well explained. Thank you, my friend. So, LARPing. Right. Right. Revolutionary LARPing. Mm. Thank you for that. I'm... uh... Not young nor hip. Perhaps you've noticed that. (laughs) Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. You hide it well. Thank you. (laughs) Freedom, uh, the FLQOD sent along by Kristen from Canada. And, you know, it's funny. I saw her name and all, and I immediately had, like, this positive reaction to it. And I was thinking about that before the show. It's because my first great crush... In, I guess you'd call it, no, it was like elementary school. It was like fifth grade. My first great crush was on a girl named Kristen. Man, was I in love with her. God, Fine I'm... gal. Cute, very bright, too. Oh. How do you... We could have been something together. <laughs> I, think my, I think my youngest is going through that right now. Oh, that's first, sweet. first big one of those, and it's yeah, something to watch. But it's powerful and painful. Painful, yeah. Up. See, I wish I could enjoy the uh, the the natural good part of it and not just dwell on the painful part of it. It is like watching somebody head for a car wreck, in a way. This is gonna anyway. hurt. Yeah, <laughs> feels good now, doesn't it? It's kind of weird and like uh, floaty. Brace yourself. Anyway, moving along here. Uh, Did you get a prenup on this fourth grade crush? I would (laughs) highly recommend it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Angie fan from Canada here. Thought you might enjoy this freedom-loving quote of the day from the 13th Prime Minister of Canada, John George Diefenbaker, who served from 1957 to 1963. It is significant because the new conservative leader, Pierre Polivre, I'm not super good at French, uh, quoted it the other day. And he is the guy who's going to bring down the disaster Trudeau, allegedly. And I quote, I am a Canadian, free to speak without fear, free to worship in my own way, free to stand for what I think right, free to oppose what I believe wrong, or free to choose those who shall govern my country. This heritage of freedom I pledge to uphold for myself and all mankind. Mm. That is a very different attitude than... You're not allowed to say anything that offends anybody, and we're going to have equity and speech that makes anybody uncomfortable as hate speech, which is Trudeau's uh, party's belief system. Terrible. Terrible. Ask Mark Stein about that, folks. Mailbag. You can email us. Did you know that? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Keep them brief. Keep them respectful. Uh, tip of the cap to a longtime listener who will remain nameless, who evidently doesn't like our take on the queen. 
and sent eight or ten angry, bitter emails that were way over the line. Don't treat your friends like that. It's terrible. Control yourself. Moving along. Dear old Simple Jack and Mr. High Road. Well, I haven't been called uh, High Road for a while. That's, that's the way I run my life. After seeing the migrants, quote-unquote, being dropped off on Martha's Vineyard and the local agency not having the ability to house, clothe, and feed them, wouldn't it be helpful to give them some practice? Wouldn't it be helping the situation to recommend that people go to the vineyard and present themselves as homeless and ask for shelter and food? Sounds like a way to get a free Martha's Vineyard vacation. Spend a week. I'll bet they even throw in a free trip home for you. Just asking Andy, formerly from Berserkly, California. The amount, Andy doesn't make clear where he is settled, but we wish him well. The amount of conversation 50 people in Martha's Vineyard has generated is really quite astonishing. Yeah, it's funny, and it seems to be grossly out of proportion to the quite a few busloads of people sent to D.C., Chicago, and New York, for instance, um, for reasons we can get into if you want, but uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Jake writes, uh, the best illegal immigration slogan ever. While the slogan, it's your turn, is pretty good, I think I've got something better. Well, and you're leaving out, Jake, the uh, take in your fair share, which is our other slogan. DeSantis and Abbott need to hold a press conference and say, we'd like to thank the sanctuary cities across America for being so willing to take in these immigrants in their time of need to put the Democrats on the back foot and make them publicly state that they won't follow their own policies or they have to accept the immigrants. That's what I was saying. If you stick to the high road and you keep everything really buttoned up so they can't say, these people were misled into getting on the plane, well, then you make them answer for their own hypocrisy. That was actually any- Charlemagne the God's uh, take on it. He's that uh, famous urban morning show host who makes a lot of news with politic- uh, political conversation sometimes who was uh, surprising to the people on his show by thinking DeSantis's ploy was genius. But said they should have given them a full heads up, given them the opportunity, one, to you know cover your tracks, and two, to give them the opportunity to say out loud, we won't take them. Right. that's weird. What do you mean you won't take them? You're a sanctuary city. Are you declaring you won't take them? Yep. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Charlemagne the God and I hang out a lot. We go to my club, play 18 holes, and his club up in the club. Uh, anyway, so uh, Jake's idea for a slogan is... We want to make sure we are promoting immigration equity throughout the United States. That's good. Immigration equity. Uh, Dan writes on a totally different topic. Biden's Taiwan-China policy. Uh, Bob, 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 Bob says some really nice things. Thanks for listening so long, Dan. I'm no Biden supporter, but like you, I call him as I see him. In this case, his Taiwan policy and statements are correct. Stating that the U.S. follows the one-China policy, but that doesn't mean we won't defend Taiwan if they're invaded. Uh, he quotes David French saying, look, if Taiwan starts a conflict with China, we might stay on the sidelines. But if China assaults Taiwan, yeah, we're going to help. That's strategic ambiguity, and that's probably good. Yeah, well, our criticism wasn't of that. That might be the OK policy. The criticism is that got no coverage, that nobody's interested in the fact that the president seems to be changing the policy. What the hell? If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Armstrong and Getty Show. When we reached out to Governor Abbott and stated, can we coordinate can we identify, you know, who's traveling here, that we don't have to guess this? They refuse to do so. To relieve our communities, we have to continue these busing operations. That was the mayor of New York City, followed by the governor of Texas. Yep, Eric Adams and Greg Abbott. Uh, interesting. I don't fault the mayor, his honor, for saying, hey, can we get a, like a list or something? But what the Abbott said in a longer form was, hey, you're a border state now. We're a border state. You think we enjoy figuring out who these people are and where they're from and the rest of it? It's not a state matter. It's a federal matter, and we're overrun. Your turn. And here's a shock to you. All these towns in, people focus on Texas because they're shipping uh, people from there, but the border has, anybody that's along the border has been experiencing this for decades. People show up. You don't know where they're from. You don't know if they're just hardworking, good family you're going to like to have in your community or criminals. You don't have any idea. And uh, and kids need to go to school and people need to go to the doctor and people need food and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, you don't get a heads up as to who it is. Interesting, though, that in spite of the many, many, many people being bussed to New York City, perhaps because it's so large, there's a tremendous amount of attention being paid to the Ron DeSantis-sponsored uh, flying of 50 people to Martha's Vineyard, the enclave of the rich and famous and primarily left. I think there are a couple of reasons for that. Uh, number one, it's such a great publicity stunt to send them to Martha's Vineyard. It's just perfect. Secondly, uh, Ron DeSantis is the bugaboo of the left. So I think everybody thinks this makes for really good TV. Right. 
So uh, one of the allegations coming from the left, along with the they're using humans as pawns, which is really not saying anything. Uh, one of the allegations is that these uh, people were duped into getting onto the flight to one of the most uh, beautiful places on Earth. Um, God forgive whoever duped them. Um, sheriff Javier Salazar, who's a, a Bexar County, Texas sheriff, which includes part of San Antonio, I guess. And I don't know what his deal is exactly, but he's decided to become an activist on this issue. Clip 43, please, Michael. I believe that they were preyed upon. Somebody came from out of state, preyed upon these people, um, lured them with promises of, of a better life, which is what they were absolutely looking for, to just be uh, exploited and uh, hoodwinked into making this trip to Florida and then onward to Martha's Vineyard for what I believe to be nothing more than political posturing uh, to make a point. Preyed upon, lured, when all they were looking for is a better life. So they were sent to Martha's Vineyard, one of the greatest places on earth, (laughs) and are now in the care of the National Guard in Massachusetts. And indeed, they have a much better life than they did. (laughs) So what would the process have been if they had stayed in Texas? They would have gone through, if, if, if... You know, if the, if you're not uh, caught by anybody, you just walk in and then you go where? Just kind of show up somewhere and hope to find a job, I guess. Um, well, you're in a camp for a while. They process your paperwork. They tell you, yeah, your asylum application is going to take five to seven years to adjudicate. So good luck. And then you just go out and you, you got nothing, right? Essentially, yeah. You're just trying to, to wing it and figure out a way to survive, just like when they showed up in Martha's Vineyard. You rely on the social services of Texas, or sometimes the government will give you a bus ticket because you say you got an uncle in Poughkeepsie or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's very very similar. Uh, Ron DeSantis heard about uh, Sheriff Salazar's outrage statements and replied himself. Clip forty four, Michael. Yet fifty uh, die in Texas in a trailer because they were being neglected. Was there a freak out about that? No, there wasn't. You've had criminal aliens get across that southern border and victimize Americans killing some, raping some. Was there any type of outrage about that? No. It's only when 50 get put into Martha's Vineyard, which wasn't saying they didn't want this. They said they wanted this. They said they were a sanctuary jurisdiction. But that was all virtue signaling. And not only did they not welcome them, they deported them the next day with the National Guard. Give me a break. Yeah, he had one more thought. Just hit 45, Michael, then we'll discuss. There are jobs available in Martha's Vineyard. There is lodging available in Martha's Vineyard. Had they lived up to their what they build themselves at as a sanctuary jurisdiction, they could have absorbed those people without a problem. The whole sanctuary thing we've been fed up with since the first time we heard the term. It was so obvious what it was. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna defy federal law. And it's really, you have no skin in the game because it doesn't really affect your town or state right. or whatever. So It's all, it's all signal, no virtue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Hey, great piece by Paul Duconoy in uh, Newsweek. Behind closed doors, Martha Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard liberals reveal their hypocrisy. Uh, they mentioned Martha's Vineyard homeless shelter coordinator Lisa Belcastro told local media, uh, at some point in time, they have to move somewhere else. Oh, uh, we don't have housing for 50 more people. She implausibly claimed for an island community of 17,000 permanent residents that houses as many as 200,000 people every summer. Wow. 
So they have capacity for 200,000 uh, tourists, but not 50 poor migrants. And they're a so-called sanctuary city. You effing hypocrites. You, you, oh my God, that is stunning hubris and dishonesty. Yeah, and this issue has been the same since we started doing our talk radio show 24 years ago. The issue has been more or less the same. And there have been administrations come and go where the Republicans had full control of the government and Democrats had full control of the government. And neither party has ever been able to come up with a comprehensive plan and law that we're all going to stick to for all kinds of reasons that we've talked about so many times. I feel like we're boring you to death, but there, there, you got part of it. With 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 behind the scenes reasons why they want this system to continue, mm-hmm. the cheap free the cheap free labor well free but cheap labor, and free flow of people that you get to treat less than uh, you treat citizens if you are uh, a lot of big business then you the Democrats think they got voters coming across the border which is not turning out to be necessarily true, and this, right. and then as was with the case with abortion and some other issues sometimes. The politicians like the issue better than the solution because it's super easy to complain about it and raise money and beat up your opponent on it and and not actually solve it. Right. For a very long time, the Democrats believed that being soft on immigrants would endear them to the legitimate Hispanic American vote. Uh, But again, those polls are changing, too, pretty rapidly. Plus, as I always point out, a system like ours and a society like ours Young workers pay the way for retirees, Social Security, Medicare, etc. And we need more young people because we're not making them ourselves. Uh, The old-fashioned way, which you ought to try. Um, So that's that's a factor in it, too. It's a good time. So back to the Martha's Vineyard thing. Jack turned it serious for a while. Let me return to delighting you. Just if you're keeping score, Jack serious, Joe delightful. (laughs) So... Back to the fact that Martha's Vineyard accommodates 200,000 people every summer, and we're now into the off-season. In the island's off-season, 63% of its homes are vacant. Former President Barack Obama's property alone reportedly has 10 bedrooms that could accommodate these, these poor, noble migrants. And this is a sanctuary city, or sanctuary jurisdiction. As of this writing, and that was yesterday, Airbnb offers 355 vacancies right now. Nevertheless, not one of the Martha's Vineyard's residents, nearly 80% of whom voted for Joe Biden, is on record having offered an extra bedroom, a guest cottage, a pool house, a basement, an unclaimed rental, gazebo, or tent to accommodate the migrants who slept in the church hall. Instead, the liberal residents congratulated themselves on their compassion for providing basic basic services for less than 24 hours before soliciting donations on the Internet and demanding the government whisk the foreigners off their sacred and holy soil. They spent 24 hours there. Not only that, and this might be my favorite note, a GoFundMe campaign has collected $43,000, enough to buy each migrant a new moped. If you haven't heard of the Mopeds for Migrants programs, don't be surprised. (laughs) Oh, my God. Our friend Ian Bremmer tweeted out over the weekend, I've never been to Martha's Vineyard, and it's on my bucket list to never go, which is a funny phrase. But uh, (laughs) uh, I did uh, spend uh, about a week and a half on Martha's Vineyard a couple of years back, and it is... It is magical. It's like a movie set. It doesn't seem like the real world. Because it is an island and it is so separate from everywhere and the tax base is so high, it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. 
Um, but so the idea that you've got enclaves like this around the country, whether it's a gated community or an island or whatever, and people get to have these strong opinions on the problems of America, whether it's homelessness or illegal immigration or whatever it is. But you're not. But you're living in a fantasy land, right? Where, none, where you don't butt up against any of this stuff. And yet, because they're the ex- extremely rich and extremely powerful, their thoughts and and policy prescriptions carry a lot of weight. It's just so These easy. These are to, the elite. It's just so easy to put on your puffy vest at your big house on Martha's Vineyard and walk down your beautiful little country lane that doesn't have much traffic. Oh and there are God, no homeless hilarious. people or, you know, dogs roaming around or anything like that. And you walk over to your cool local coffee shop and with your puffy vest on and your sort of outdoorsy hat and shoes, you talk about how you're for, you know, helping the homeless or the illegals or whatever. But you don't deal with any of it. That is so funny. I've got more to say on the Martha's Vineyard thing. Here's the picture going along with the article. There's a dude in his puffy vest standing <laughs> right there. There's a gal sipping on some coffee, just like you described. Unbelievable. So uh, an undercover journalist and an informer who was disgusted by his own neighbors have have let loose, have released a bunch of, excuse me, a bunch of screen captures of uh, conversations in a closed uh, message group on Martha's Vineyard, uh, including a great representation by Esther Caroline Deming, a matron of the Martha's Vineyard Ballroom Dance Society, who literally looked forward in her message to when the migrants will no longer be in our backyard. Message, hey, Esther. Generously, wow, how, how, how do you have that? Uh, generously conceding that we should treat them like human beings. Uh, said, but it's important they be gone soon. Fellow progress- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fellow progressive islander Deb Dunn announced a fund for the migrants, quote, to get transport to family members in other states, unquote, far away from anything she might hold dear. Leslie Finnegan was quite, was sure, quote, that once transportation can be arranged, they will be taken to Boston, a hundred miles away. When someone asked, why not keep them? And invited Finnegan to, quote, show the world what opening your home looks like. She replied, the wonderful Martha's Vineyard community has welcomed them with open arms. For a full 24 hours. <laughs> yes, barely. <laughs> Can we just come and give them nice clothing? Asked Deborah Marlin, whose career appears to involve painting pictures of dogs. One migrant was later spotted wearing a Ruth Bader Ginsburg t-shirt, so Marlin may have contributed that, but not uh, the use of her beautifully appointed canine art studio, which looks spacious enough to house a migrant family. Right. Pat, Pat Nagy, whose tweets uh, have called for the deaths of gun rights advocate Kyle Rittenhouse, the death of former Missouri Governor Eric Reitens, and former President Donald Trump, non-committantly asks, uh, what else do they need? At least he's asking. And Amy Lemieux, a woman of no discernible occupation, who seems to spend a lot of time skiing, was challenged to welcome migrants in her vineyard home. She replied that, quote, she had been looking all day for how I can support those efforts. But not by opening her home, of course. That's something. (laughs) <laughs> well, if the goal is to make this topic front and center and perhaps get some movement on it, I think it's been pretty successful from that standpoint. No doubt about it. Got a lot of mo- a lot more great quotes and tape and stuff from uh, DeSantis and uh, all sorts of people. Uh, Muriel Bowser in D.C. displaying herself as a complete flaming hypocrite as well. More on this to come. Yeah, we didn't play the big clip from 60 Minutes on Sunday night where Joe Biden was asked about his age and whether or not he should run again and everything like that. That's worth playing and discussing with some new news out about a different Democrat that may be running for president. So a whole bunch of different stuff on the way. Stay with us. 
Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden appeared for an interview on last night's episode of 60 Minutes, or as it was known yesterday, 600 Minutes. (laughs) I ever tell you about the time I almost met Warren G. Harding? (laughs) According to a new poll, President Biden's approval rating has hit an 11-month high. Wow, inflation really is out of control. (laughs) Wow. That joke required thought. Did you ever think? Did you ever hear about the time I almost met Warren G. Harding? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't get to it during mailbag, but Jim writes. I think sixty minutes is the beginning of a press campaign to discredit Joe Biden. They needed him in twenty twenty, but they need him out of the way in twenty twenty four. Wow, wow! Thinking that they went harder on him than uh, normally they would a uh, Democratic sitting president. I wonder. An attempt to boot him out. Okay. Um, yeah, the whole uh, Are You Too Old to Be President segment, we didn't play that yesterday. We will to kick off hour two. And it, it's you listen to his answer and see how convincing you thought it was. Well, we played parts of it, but in its full grandeur, it's... Uh, and uh, a couple other tangential things around that. I've been uh, pimping the new operating system for iPhone like I get paid for it or something, which I don't. But anyway, so I downloaded the new operating system, and, I ha- and I'm and i discovering things as I go along. Yesterday, I was walking the dog listening to podcasts like I do, and all of a sudden, my podcast pauses, and I hear in my earbud, you just got a text from, and then I'll, I'll use you for an example. You got a mm-hmm. text from Joe. Mm-hmm. Remember, tomorrow we need to blah, blah, blah. 
Would you like to respond to this text? If so, say yes. And then oh, I wow. didn't say anything, and it went right back to the podcast. Automatically. Wow, that's that's like Apple CarPlay, except it's while you're walking. It was fantastic. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. And it just went back to my podcast without me doing anything. And was, yeah, I need more of that. Of course, that's the way all these things are. I get very the ones that I like are fantastic, and the and the interruptions, the things they automatically do that I hate make me insane. <laughs> so you know they're trying to guess what you want. I guess right, of course, yeah. Like when I get, I'm not going to mention what it is, but when I get in one of my cars for some reason, when I get in one of my cars, something starts automatically playing that I hate, and I don't know how to turn that off. Wow, like like a Britney Spears song or mm, what? I won't say. Okay. Anger people. Um, Just came across this. There's a new book out I think you would like called Smart Brevity. And it's written by uh, the guys from Axios, who actually used to be the guys from Politico. So you had the guys from Wall Street Journal and a bunch of different Washington Post organizations. They left and started Politico back in the day. And then some of them left and started Axios. And the book is called Smart Brevity. And it's all about, they're making the point that Things are too long in the modern world for a variety of reasons. Yes. And one, there's so much stuff we need shorter. And two, things have gotten longer than they even used to be. Because as you always point out, you know, like there's there's no there's no limit to page space like there used to be in a newspaper where an editor would want to keep the newspaper to a certain size. People don't do that with websites. So things are just way too long. Yeah, everybody got time for that. Read an article in the Atlantic about the importance of brevity. It was fifty thousand words. Most books and essays these days are too long. Is the solution to write in aggressively terse, bullet-pointed paragraphs? That's what they say. Uh, these uh, the guys from Axios, and I hope this catches on. Uh, reading here the review of it. You have not experienced paraphrastic. I guess that's lots of words. Confusion until you have tried to read emails from your child's public schools about matters that ought to be simple, but for for reasons that perplex the greatest minds or not, picture days, pickup times, and grade reports. I would agree. I would agree. It's amazing. We have whistleblowers send us communications from school districts regularly, and they are astonishingly long and exhausting. Something went haywire in our evolutionary journey that turned us into long-winded blowhards armed with a few fancy words with a uh, uh, in reserve. The something was, of course, the Internet. And Vanda High Allen and Schwartz, who wrote this book, don't discuss the difference between print reading and screen reading, but it's worth reflection, and emails and web articles are way, way too long now, including books, and they're, uh, they're arguing for shorter. If you ever read an Axios article, it's like, subject, reason you should know this. Counterpoint, and that's it. It's bullet points. And if you want more resources, often they'll have a link. But uh, it's interesting that it that exists coinciding with uh, our gnat-like attention spans in the modern world. Yeah, well, that's part of their point. Our intention—that's why it's not landing. Their point is, if you actually want to influence people and inform people, you better be brief because people aren't reading your stuff. Yes, I agree. They're looking at the headlines in the first few sentences and moving on. That's their point. That's what I do with the super long piece in Atlantic or whatever. Good point. I'm trying to be very brief. I I, I, I picked up on that. Good. The president's answer on are you too old to be to, to be president? <laughs> you, you see what you think of it as we kick off hour two. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.